This is the Run In My Mouth Friday Funny, where it's funny because fill in the blank. I'm your host, Carly Sauer, aka Coach Carly, and today's podcast is a dynamic warm-up of relatable content to kickstart your weekend. Have a laugh, have an ugh, so true kind of moment, or even think to yourself, man, she is out of her mind. However it lands, that's the point. Hope you enjoy it. Happy weekend. And don't forget to leave your hopefully five-star review on your preferred podcast listening platform before you cool down and X out. It's funny because nobody wants to be that girl in air quotes, right? That girl. Like, what does that even mean? But nobody wants to be her. Everybody wants to be well-liked or at least decently liked, not have shit talked about them behind their backs, want real friends, want a nice family, good partner in life, in friendship, in everything, right? So what does it mean to be that girl? Well, I'll tell you what I've realized it means as a mom. There is so much judgment out there for every little thing that you do. I've been judged and criticized and shit on and just had so many different things in so many different ways where the hard truth of it is you're never going to be everybody's favorite flavor, okay? Like, I love ice cream and some crazy flavors of ice cream I will try and hope that I love them because I don't like to discriminate on ice cream. But there are some that are just disgusting and I just won't eat them again. And that's fine. Somebody else loves it. There are people who think mint chocolate chip is vile. I tend to think it's absolutely fucking delicious. So whatever works for you is great. For instance, my husband loves coffee, all types of coffee. He hates coffee ice cream. I would probably give my left arm for coffee ice cream. Uh, That's obviously way too far, but our local ice cream shop has this flavor ice cream called Coffee Oreo that is just out of this world. It is absolutely to die for. Who cares if you are that girl on any level as long as you are being a nice, good human, respectful to those around you, and just living in a in a good, positive, constructive way. So things that you can be destructed for, <laughs> say destructed because people, it's almost like women at times, I'm going to say our, although I don't feel like I've ever done this. I probably have. So if you know, you're out there, you're listening to this, whatever, and I've ever made you feel awful in any type of way, I assure you it was inadvertent and I am, I am very sorry. And if there's a conversation there that needs to be had, I would I would love to have it. So please comment or follow or uh, give me you know an email, shoot me a DM, something, and, and we can definitely have that chat because, again, growth opportunity, learning opportunity. But let's think about this in terms of being that girl, what that looks like. So present day, current age, sometimes in your 30s, even 20s, teens, and unfortunately nowadays, it will drag on 40s and 50s. You can be too single, (laughs) too single. 
So people judge you because you like to be by yourself and do things and not be tied down by anything. You don't have a desire to get married, just whatever it is. So people will judge you that you're too single. You're too wifed up, completely the opposite end of the spectrum. You've been in a long-term relationship for too long. You married your high school sweetheart. That's so lame. You've only ever had sex with one person. That's so ridiculous. You'll eventually get bored. Um, you know, you've been married to the same guy for 10 years. Like, aren't you worried that you're missing something? Again, the judgments, they just never stop. Then you have times when you judge people because they're too drunk. Like, okay, yes, if they have an alcohol or substance abuse problem, that's a whole nother ballgame. But if you had one moment at your own wedding, someone else's wedding, a, a graduation party, whatever it is, and you sort of accidentally had too much to drink, you're having a great time, and you got a little sloppy, oh, well, like, it happens. Now, if, if that's you and, like, puking all over the place and you're falling down and you're saying rude things and you're getting belligerent and just being crazy – I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just the girl who's like a little too sloppy on the dance floor, a little too long. Uh, you know, maybe her mascara is running, but get over it. She had a couple extra drinks. You have no idea what she's going through. Maybe she needed it in that moment. Now on the flip side, you're too healthy. You refuse to have alcohol. You are sober. You're living a sober life. You never want to touch a drink. You judge people that like heaven forbid, put ethanol in their bodies. And you will only drink green juice 24 seven. You start the day with warm lemon water and you know, great. You do you, that's awesome. Like be on a super life health journey and that's amazing, but it isn't for everyone, right? You might think you're like living this righteous high horse type of a life and that's awesome for you, it is. But other people are going to make other decisions. And again, you are that girl to some people, but you just have to own it. You got to ride with it and you have to be it. Now, total, let's do a little, you know, game changer here. You could be too sporty. So whether or not you're a drinker or a non-drinker, you could be too sporty, too into working out, too into going to games. You need to watch Thursday night football. Like, you need to watch every single basketball game of Duke basketball because it's your alma mater and like, heaven forbid you miss one. Okay, fine. Like if that's your jam, that's your jam. You can be into sports and play on women's leagues teams forever until you're, you know, done with it. You could run marathons and triathlons and everything else until you're 95. Like who fucking cares? You do you. Some people from the sporty side are going to say other women are too girly. They do too much makeup. They wear way too much makeup. How dare they put on false eyelashes or get lip filler or get Botox. Like they care too much about their appearance, whatever. Like shut the fuck up. Who fucking cares? Like you might think they look stupid and it's a waste of money, but to them it's important. It makes them feel good. Let it go. Then you've got something that I've dealt with a lot in the last couple of years, the complete dichotomy between being way too mommy, mommy, hands-on helicoptery and too hands-off. <laughs> and what I've learned is every, I'll say parent, because even like dads are totally different the way they handle things. 
but for moms, from my own experience, I am a mom going on, you know, three years at this point and, you know, pregnancies and, and being around my you know nephews and niece and everything. Moms are going to have different opinions. Some moms do baby led weaning and give their children chunks of real food when they're four months old. Other moms puree the shit out of their food and won't let their baby have anything remotely solid until they're a year old and they try cake. And then it's an ice cream cake that melts. So there's no risk of choking. <laughs> like, you're going to have completely different opinions. Some moms won't dare let their kids in the pool or the ocean or any sort of water source like that because they're worried about their baby's skin and drowning and anything that comes with that. Then you've got the other hand that moms who get their kids in swim class at eight weeks old and want their kids to know water safety and survival and be in it and around it because it's a big part of their life. I mean, just all the different things. You you jump into vaccines. Some people get every single shot because they think it's the most responsible thing. Other people do literally zero shots because they think that's the responsible thing. Again, who fucking cares? It's not your kid. It's not your life. Take a step back. Every person is doing their best with the information they have, judging from their own personal experience, how they were raised, how they turned out, what they've witnessed, what research they may or may not have read, what they're influenced by in the news media, by friends, by family. You have no idea the amount of factors <laughs> that go into this stuff um, on, on all levels. And a, and a very just asinine thing that I get criticized for nearly daily is whether or not my two-year-old is in school. I'm sorry, school at two years old is daycare. People love to be like, you know, so-and-so's first day of school, whatever. Fine. Like if that makes you feel good, fine. But it's daycare. When she's four and like a proper age for preschool, it's okay to say, are you sending her to school? Right? But at one-year-old, two years old, two and a half, they're called like twos programs, right? It's not even preschool. Even at three years old, there maybe are some preschools that start genuine preschool at three. But in my research, and I've done quite extensive research just to make sure I'm informed when I like <laughs> have comebacks for these crazy remarks are, it's like a pre preschool. So again, it's a twos program or a threes program where sure, yes, it is at a school and they're obviously learning, it's socialization, all of that sort of stuff. But like school, school pretty much starts kindergarten or first grade. Preschool didn't even exist for the longest time. And when it started to exist, it genuinely was daycare. Um, so like I went to preschool, sure. I loved it. I remember it. I have vivid memories of my preschool and my preschool years, my preschool friends, people I knew, things that I did crafts that we made, the kid who drank a shit ton of fruit punch and then threw it up all over the story time rug every single day. To this day, I cannot drink fruit punch. <laughs> like I remember the kid who wet his pants all the time. I mean, like, yes, yeah, sure. It was, it was good and it was great. And I loved it. And I have I literally have vivid memories of it now at 35 years old. But whether or not my two-year-old is in quote unquote school is literally nobody's business in terms of like forcing it, right? So 
anytime someone says that to me, you know, I confidently reply, no, I am a full-time hundred percent, no babysitter, no nanny mom. And they're like, well, don't you work? And don't you like, yes, I do. But you know, you just kind of do it all. This is a, a moment in my personal life where I recognize it's fleeting. And like this afternoon, for example, super, super, super challenging afternoon, super challenging. Just about everything that could go wrong in the sphere of life and things that go wrong fucking went wrong. Okay. <laughs> Literally everything. And then I take a step back, take that deep breath. I got a new espresso maker recently. I'm obsessed with it. So I made myself a little latte, sipped it like four times because I've already had a coffee today and I'm breastfeeding. So I didn't want to overdo it. So I just sort of, it's sitting next to me. It smells delicious. I'm not going to finish it. It just, it just smells so good. And it's almost like giving me the endorphins through osmosis here. But and then I realized that saying that literally everything that went wrong could have gone like, that's so aggressive. And no, not everything went wrong. My kids are alive and healthy. They're both sleeping right now. My dog is still alive and, you know, decently healthy. Yes, she was in the middle of pooping and then fell down in her poop and she's literally covered in like diarrhea poop and then came in the house and laid on the heating element, dragged it into her bed, didn't wait for me to put a towel down. It was disgusting. Then the contractor came in and wanted to fix something in the fireplace blew out the pilot light that he literally just lit and then left. And now I can't use the fire. Like, yes, a lot of things went wrong. Okay. There were a a lot of things, a list of things, but okay. Like still happy, still healthy, still moving, still have a beautiful life. You know, Uh, everyone's doing well. Husband's happy and healthy. Again, babies are good. I'm feeling good. Still have the liberty to sit here and do my work and, you know, in a nice office. Yes, it's super messy and giving me like super agita seeing all the shit strewn about. But again, another blessing. It's Christmas gifts for other people that I get to buy and wrap and like bring joy to other people. So it's very easy to get overwhelmed and ahead of yourself and drowning. But like, fucking relax. Okay. Like just relax, deep breaths, move on. So, so yes, I get very criticized for being too mommy, mommy, and too hands-on and needing to loosen the grip a little bit. And then I've got people on the other hand who are like just constantly giving opinions and feeling like they have the license and, and, uh, you know, God-given right to give me all their opinions on how hands-off I am. How dare I leave both of my kids in a room alone with our 80-pound dog? Like, Okay, sure. In a general scope of things, you I agree, you never want to leave small defenseless children in a room with an 80-pound dog. I agree with that. However, in my case, my 7-month-old baby is in a baby seat that it is virtually impossible for him to come out of. It is about 3 inches off the ground. He's completely clipped in. He loves it. He's not trying to escape. It's far away from the dog. It's across the room. The dog, meanwhile, cannot get up by herself. (laughs) So the chances of her doing anything to anyone, even a a toy or my carpet, is slim to zero. Probably a negative chance because she legitimately cannot stand up on her own. So if I'm not there to pick her up, she's not moving. So 
cool. She's cool. He's cool. Then yeah, I have a two-year-old who's like sometimes out of her mind, insane, throwing things and whatever. But if she's sitting there with some goldfish watching like Go Dog Go or something, I, again, promise you there is like a zero to slim to none, practically a negative chance that she's moving. So if I'm going to leave the room to go in the kitchen and blend up a smoothie or vacuum, you know, the first floor of the house or walk to my mailbox. I mean, I don't even know. Again, I don't like these things to me are just things that I just don't have to justify to people. They're totally fine. I'm fine. I'm confident. I'm the caretaker. Like I'm the one responsible for all these beings. And if you don't feel like that's responsible or you would never do that, like I can't believe she would leave the room when then you don't have to do that. If and when you have your own children or dogs or whatever, and you choose to do things completely differently, like, dude, cool. Do it your way, right? I don't fucking care. You live your life. You do your thing. If you want to have a completely white house, like white everything, white rugs, white couch, white walls, and have kids and dogs, like, I think you're fucking nuts, but like, you do you right? Like you deal with that headache of keeping all that shit clean. (laughs) Do I think it looks great and just, you know, sparkling and clean? Like, yeah, probably. I I probably love that. If I could have white area rugs in my house, I probably would, but they would last all of (laughs) three hours (laughs) in my house. So it's not practical to me. It's crazy. It is just like, why would you even like go down that road? But okay, it's yours. And probably what I'm going to say to you is like, oh my God, you're so brave. It looks beautiful. Like how many times a day do you clean? This is awesome. I feel weird. Like even sitting on your rug, am I going to get it dirty? Like, that's what I would say. I would never like judge you poorly for it and say it's a waste of money. Like, no, it's not a waste of money. If it makes you happy and it's good, like, girl, you do you. You do your thing. You want to have a beautiful you know, souped up Mercedes that you drive your toddlers around in, God bless you. I think that that's wonderful and you live your best life. For me, an SUV that I can take to the mountains or the beach or through snow or hail, and I don't want to say not give a shit about, obviously I care about it, but like that's more my speed, right? Like that's more my route. Put sports stuff in the back, dogs in the back, it's muddy, it's fucked up sometimes whatever, I'll clean it, right? But I'm not going to like lose my hair over it. Um, so yeah, so I deal with that all the time. The, the camp who thinks I'm like way too helicoptery, too mommy, mommy, you know, I'm breastfeeding too long. I'm do- like, chill the fuck out. Then there's the camp who says I'm too hands off. Like, again, how dare you leave them in the room alone? How dare you, I don't know, take a shower and leave the baby on the floor? Like, I can't fucking hold the baby in the shower, right? And if I put him in the pack and play and he's screaming, that just stresses me the fuck out. So like, again, back the fuck up. And I will say something else that personally I find extremely valuable in my life is the power of technology in a circumstance like this. So I literally have cameras in like every room in the house pretty much. So if I open my phone and leave it open, 
I can see everything that's going on. Sure, there's a good one or two second delay from real time to coming through on the camera, but I get alerts at every single sound in motion. Like when the sun goes down, I get an alert that there's quote unquote a person in the room. Meanwhile, there's just a bit of shade. So I don't know. Personally, I feel comfortable both ways. I have my way of doing things. That's great. It works. Other people think it's nuts one way or the other. Totally cool. So if you're on either side of that and you feel like people are constantly judging you, no matter what you do, like your mom, your mother-in-law, your sisters, friends, you post something on social media and somebody comes back with a weird comment, just take it with a grain of salt, right? A lot of times when people say stuff, they're sort of projecting, right? It's like a mirror reflection of themselves to you. It's their own insecurity coming back on you. Somebody doesn't like you without a direct rhyme or reason, like you didn't have a direct conflict, I guarantee it's on them. So if you give them the space to open up and tell you what they're thinking, how they're feeling, it might help the situation, but it also might make it worse because then they feel like you're like placating them or whatever. I mean, who knows? All I'm saying is you, you can't be everyone's favorite flavor. You cannot please everyone. You do you and just lots of deep breaths. Something else that's very, I was like real time, but just very present day uh, in the last few years is you can be like judged for being way, way, way too liberal and way too conservative. When in reality, maybe you've just always been that way and nobody's thought anything of it because the world wasn't quite so polarized. So you're like, well, like I've always thought this and that person like thought the same thing themselves and then they changed. It's okay. People are allowed to evolve. People are allowed to change. As you go through life and you have different circumstances, different life experiences, work experiences, again, you become a parent or you experience loss, you lose a parent or you lose an animal or you get in a car crash or you uh, finally get married and realize you know, what it's all about. Whatever the life event is, whatever's going on for you, Just understand that you as a being are evolving through your own world and your own life experience, as is everybody else. So nothing is remaining the same. As the old adage goes, the world keeps turning. Time doesn't stop. All of those sorts of thoughts and feelings and everything, they're happening for everybody. So that's the same sort of deep breath moment you can give yourself where you're overwhelmed, you've got a lot going on, you don't think you've changed. You're like, I've always been this way. Sure, in your mind, probably, but with your current circumstance and the decisions and and things that you're doing, people think that you've changed your tune or that you're acting differently when in reality, you're just reacting to the life that's happening. So again, give yourself a break, give other people a break. If they want to jump off the deep end one way or the other, or you just think they are, like, again, fucking cool. Let it go. Someone posts an Instagram story you don't like, you don't have to comment on it. You can just move past it. If you feel moved to comment on it, say something in a way that says, in my experience, I feel X, Y, and Z. That is interesting that you feel that way, right? And then it opens a dialogue rather than just saying like, you're wrong, you dumb son of a bitch, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, again, yo, 
relax, relax. Like big deep breath. You know, kumbaya. Everybody just chill, and like life will keep going. So, moral of the story. It's just a quick reminder, the quick shout out, a quick strong affirmation in the mirror. Allow yourself to be you, not at the detriment to others, but be unapologetically, authentically who you need to be to show up to make the world a better place for yourself, for your family, for your friends, for perfect strangers, right? We need more good people in this world and it can start with you.